0: Well, my friends, uh, part of our responsibility being recipients of the Easter message of Christ, his resurrection, acknowledging the resurrection of Jesus, is that we are called upon to evangelize. And I think one of the great treasures of the church in the modern era is this real call to all the faithful, not just the professional Catholics, not just the priests and religious, but all the faithful to go and evangelize, to to spread the gospel. And so each one of us is called to actually be an evangelical witness, to actually be engaged in the spreading of the gospel. And unfortunately, many times we may may scratch our heads and I do It's like, how do I do that? Right here? Big task. Go tell everyone about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But how do I do it? Like, what does it practically look like? What does it practically look like to be involved in the work of evangelization? Well, our gospel today gives us a great picture in what very practically the steps are that each one of us can and should take to really be involved in this work of evangelization, so we hear that these two disciples, one of them named Cleopas, and the other we don't even know their name, um, is they're walking around down. They're walking away from Jerusalem. There, and it's it's so interesting because it's not like they got up early in the morning and decided to get on the road and they missed the news that the tomb was empty, like. They heard the news. They even say, like, we were that we heard that some women went to the tomb and they found it was empty and they saw angels saying he was raised and then they're still like, yeah, but we got to get on the road, so we'll see you. Good luck with that, right? Like, how ridiculous. You would think, like, you're disciples of Jesus and Jesus' tomb is empty. Stick around for a few minutes and see what happens, right? Maybe postpone leaving for a day, but nope. These two, they're getting on the road. They're going home, right? They're going to Emmaus, seven miles away from Jerusalem. And so they start walking. And they're walking in the complete wrong direction, right? Because Jesus is alive, and Jerusalem is where it's happening. And they're going the wrong way. They're going away from the center of exactly what's happening. And isn't that maybe... The life of so many Catholics who were raised in the faith, who went to church growing up, who went to Catholic school, right? It's not like they missed the message altogether. They got it to some degree. But now I'm just going to go on my way. I'm going to just go do my thing. And how many people have fallen away from the church? Uh, And that the call to the new evangelization is not as much preaching the gospel to people that have never heard it, but it's representing the gospel to the people that maybe had been exposed to it at one part point in their life, but have since fallen away. And that the gospel has since become unimportant to them. And so that's these two disciples. They're now walking down the road, and we hear that Jesus just starts walking with them. Right? Jesus starts walking with them and just engages them in conversation and just asks them very simply, what are you talking about? What's, what, what is this that you guys are chatting about as you're going down the road? Uh, and they stop. They're sad. You know, haven't you heard? Like, this is the headline. This is what everyone, no one is talking about anything else except that the chief priest Had Jesus, a prophet, put to death, and now his tomb is empty? This is what we're all talking about. How do you not know this? But Jesus engages them in conversation. And he goes walking with them on their way to Emmaus. Walking the wrong way. Jesus just goes for a walk with them. Now, this is Resurrection Day, right? Like, this is the... Easter Sunday and so if you ask Jesus what did you do on the day that you came back to life he went for a walk with some people going in the wrong direction right? like this is a special day and Jesus spends it walking, he spent probably most of the day walking with these two disciples going the wrong direction he invested his time in them he went with them and engage them in conversation. What is the most important thing that we can do when we're seeking to represent the gospel message? It's to give people the gift of our time, to just walk with them, to just be with them. Jesus doesn't start by like stopping them in the road, turn around, you're going the wrong way, get back to Jerusalem, don't you know? No, he goes for a walk with them. He walks with them in the direction that they're going. He accompanies them. He's with them. And we should take that as our first step in evangelization to just be with people, to be with the people, our friends, our family members, to find time to spend with them, to really build up true and authentic friendship. Not as a means to an end, but to really care about people. They're people. They're not projects. People aren't projects. They're people. They're people that we know. They're people that we love. And so we should, the first step is just to be with them. To listen to them. To talk to them. Just to have those basic human relationships. And to be a good friend. Right, to be a good family member, not a subpar friend who's always off doing something else, but to be a really good, caring, compassionate friend. That's the first step. Jesus goes walking with the disciples. Then, as the opportunity presents itself, then he begins to teach them. When they're open to it, when they're open to listen to him, when, when they're there and they're having conversation he slowly begins to teach them. And so that's the second step, that we take the times and opportunities that we have that will arise in the normal course of friendship and interpersonal relationships to teach, just to to share the truth of what we know, to be able to, to share how religion has affected our life, to share what we know about the truth about who Jesus is, if someone asks us questions, well, why does the church teach this, or what's up with that? To be able to give an answer, right? To be able to, to say, this is this is what is, or if I don't know, to be honest, to say, I don't know, I'll have to look that up for you. There's all kinds of times that someone will ask me, like, well, Father Casey, what about this or that? And I'm like, I don't know, I'll Google it, right? We'll see, we'll see what comes up. Uh, because, okay, I don't know, but I'm happy to look it up for you. I'm happy to look into that for you. And so... When the opportunity arises in the course of those human relationships, then there's the chance to share the teaching, to be able to to point out the scriptures, right? Jesus opens the scriptures for them. He tells them all those things in the prophecies that would point to what would happen to the Christ. And so he teaches them, and they're walking along, and he's gently teaching them, doing a Bible study, Right? That's what the, this is a Bible study he's doing with them now. He's teaching them how Scripture points to him. Probably the first and best Bible study in all of Christianity. He's teaching them these things. And when they get to where they're going, Emmaus, seven miles away, they, they, they're so moved by this conversation. They ask, please stay with us. Say, don't go out, just stay with us. We want you to stay with us. We don't want this time of Conversation, this time of encounter to end. And so stay with us. And then we get to the third point, that he stays with them, and it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them, which is gospel language for the Eucharist. It's the sacraments. He did what he did at the Last Supper, took ble- bread, blessed it, Broke it and gave it. And so it's the sacraments. And so the third step in evangelization is to have this encounter in the sacraments, particularly the Eucharist, to come to Mass and to see Christ and to encounter Him in the sacrifice of the Mass, but the other sacraments as well to make a good confession to be able to receive any sacraments of initiation we haven't received, right? The sacraments, to bring someone to the sacraments. Now, here's a point. We don't start with, Jesus doesn't start with the sacraments either, right? You want to get someone re-encountering our Lord? Don't just say, well, go to church, right? Just just go to church. Why? That's what everyone else does, just go to church. No, start with walking with them. Then help the teaching. And then comes that moment of encounter in the sacraments. It's the high point. It's something that we have to lead people to. You don't just throw someone unprepared into a church. We gently lead them along. And so that's what happens. That they, it's that now that third point. That they know him. They come to know him in the breaking of the bread of the Eucharist. And he vanishes from their sight. And they realize they've been walking in the wrong direction. And they run, they run the seven miles. I went for a run for the first time over a week ago in the 90 degree heat. I didn't do seven miles and it didn't go so well, right? But These guys just walked seven miles to Emmaus and they turned around and they ran seven miles back to Jerusalem to go and share that we encountered the Lord. And so those who have received the gift of evangelization now become the sharers. But another point, and this is our final point, who do they announce the gospel to when they get back to Jerusalem? Who do they share it with? The 11, the apostles. And so it happens, and that we need it, and we shouldn't, you know, be too clerical in our mindset, that when someone has this encounter with Christ, it's even the clergy, the hierarchy of the church, that need to be reached by that evangelization, right? The bishops, the priests, the deacons, the Pope, all of us need to be shared with the gospel. So often I'm inspired by talking, particularly some of our college students who are really coming to live the faith in the midst of being in college. And I'm inspired by the way that they've come back to know Jesus and it encourages me To be more more dedicated in my life as a priest. And so, when we encounter the Lord, we don't just share it um, with, you know, not priests. No, we actually, they they preach to the apostles. These two encounter the apostles. And they tell them about the resurrection. And so it's this beautiful cycle. And so, we have to evangelize. We have to spread the gospel. And this is how we do it. And so next time we get intimidated, maybe, by what we need to do, go read that gospel of the way to amaze from the end of Luke's account, right? And let's see that it starts with relationship, and then it's gentle teaching, and then ultimately it's the sacraments, which leads to then evangelization itself. And so let's ask our Lord for this grace, to encounter him ourselves, and to be courageous in sharing him, so that many more people may come to know and see Our Lord Jesus, risen from the dead.